actions, statements, or opinions of its guests, advertisers, or even its viewers. The information contained in this program is not to be construed as medical or legal advice. An appearance on this platform is not necessarily an endorsement, but as always, we encourage you to do your own research. Enjoy the show. Boom! Good afternoon, Patriots! And welcome back to another episode of Occam's Razor. Myself and Uncensored Abe are going to be bringing you the latest news and information to hit the airwaves. Hope you guys are having a lovely day. Got so much to talk about. President Trump vindicated yet again. Of course, we all knew that he never did anything illegal. But I just love watching the Democrats squirm. I got to be honest with you. I love watching them freak out. Just Of course, Marjorie Taylor Greene got swatted again. Bet you this is going to be a daily occurrence. These bastards can't even. You know, the thing is, guys, they have nothing else to do. Like I said yesterday, they can't beat us on policy. They can't beat us on the issues. They have to resort to dirty tricks. I also want to give a big shout out to Mike Morello and the boys for coming out and doing some quality work for me here today. Thank you, guys. Really, really appreciate it. All right, so without further ado, I need you to sit back, relax, and grab your popcorn because we're going to be right back after this very special word from our sponsor. And the sponsors make it possible for me and Abe to continue bringing the incredible information that we do on a daily basis. Abe, how you doing today, buddy? Good to see you again. Uh, reviewing my notes from your amazing interview with Ivan Ranklin last night, Um I've been looking forward to uh, having another chance to talk to Ivan after our first discussion here in Wisconsin. It was I was very proud of our discussion. I think we ended up going. We were planning on talking for like ten or fifteen minutes, and 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 we kept everybody there for almost two hours. After it was, it was a good hour and a half, something like that. And uh, they finally had to just kick us out. But it was a great discussion that I had with Ivan, and I thought um, he hit on some very interesting things last night, uh, in that interview that you did. Um, I, well, I watched it last night, uh, intently yeah. and taking notes doing it. Um, I mean, I think I see what's going on here now very freaking clearly. And, um, it, it just further confirms the clown show and the ring will continue. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I have to agree. I had a great time doing that. I, too, I thought we were going to sit down for a 15 to 20 minute conversation. And the next thing I know, I look up and I'm like, holy geez, buddy, it's been two hours and we could have kept going. You know, I mean, it was like I just knew that there were other people I had to interview. I was uh, I I guess I wasn't shocked, but I was uh, elated to see how many people felt that that was one of my best interviews to date and and how much they enjoyed Ivan and uh, the information he was able to put together. You know, I think I said it in the in, in the interview, but, you know, all of these things, you know, we have examined them. We have looked at these names. We have tried to determine the part they played in the plot to destroy President Trump. And to see it all laid out right there in a straight line, it was really something else. And I'll tell you what, you know, uh, I, I I absolutely love the amount of research that he's done and the level that of uh, attention to detail that he has. And I'm really looking forward to getting him and John Patel Patriot on the show because they've both done an incredible amount of work to get to where we are today. And obviously they're from two, you know, kind of opposing viewpoints, but they both line up with the same type of information. You know, uh, obviously John has looked into executive orders and and all of these uh, decisions that were made behind the scenes. Ivan is talking about uh, the actions of certain people. Mike Pence, is he a white hat or a black hat? Or, you know, as I've often said, Is it somewhere in between? You know, was Mike Pence used for a purpose and did he not even realize what he was being used for? I don't know. I'm not sure. But I think that by having them both on the show, it's going to be a really incredible conversation and I'm looking forward to it. Well, the biggest part of that for me is 
Let me come in. Can I just debrief with my notes? Sure. Sure. Go ahead. First of all, that political long form article, I missed. I missed what he was referencing there. Do you, can you give me a little nugget on that? Uh, I don't have it in front of me, so uh, okay. I, I would have to. I think we can go to his Substack and we can look it up there. I even I, I subscribed to it when I got home, but I haven't had a okay. time to, to de- dive in since right. I got back. If you um if you can get that out there today somehow, um, sure. The Durham stuff. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Me too. You know, I mean, I I hope that uh, John Durham is not some type of limited hangout. This is uh, another one of those things that people are constantly kind of arguing over. Um, You know, as far as I'm concerned, and I think Ivan would say the same thing, you know, what he's saying is a theory. Uh, My theory that John Durham is actually doing great work behind the scenes, again, it's just a theory. It's the kind of thing that we won't truly know until we see what the results of the next trial are and then uh, the results of anybody else after that that gets indicted. Uh, So, you know, that's one of those things that I kind of just feel comfortable holding out hope on. And uh, I hope that Ivan's wrong on it. Well, my take on it is similar to Hoover. I I believe Hoover was a thing. Mm -hmm. I believe that information. I mean, you know, the planes to Arkansas and all that stuff, that all happened. Right. That they gathered the information and presented it to Durham. Mm -hmm. Durham, yes, normally in our world. (laughs) We we hear what the uh, establishment or cover up of the story is, is similar to Kennedy, right? We we right. hear what they want to tell us, but Durham is still has already proved cl- collusion and Rico. Mm-hmm. In my eyes, so as a as an independent uh, jury of your peers, he has already proven Rico. Yeah, which means all of this, including the the rigged election is all Rico ties together. That, I agree. That's what my conclusion from that was. And that what thus, thus concluded with the 25th amendment clandestinely issued clandestine is an important word. Can <laughs> yeah. you, can you help me explain what clandestine means? Well, for yeah, the, I mean, it's, 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 uh, it's, you know, under the cover of night, essentially it's uh, using subterfuge to do something and not, uh, openly discuss it or make people aware of it. You know, it's like the clandestine moves uh, of spooks, uh, of uh, of agents of any type, um, you know, or of uh, our, our favorite Anon team. You know, I mean, those people were working in a clandestine manner. Uh, I would say that there were, plop, you know, plenty of plots that were being done in a clandestine manner. And, you know, that would mean that Mike Pence and uh, some people that he was uh, coordinating with in uh, in Congress subtly and without officially announcing it, perhaps may have invoked the 25th Amendment. And this one for me is a little bit harder to try to refute because it would explain the unprecedented power that Mike Pence as vice president did not truly have. However, he was able to wield it on that day. That would line up for me. And that one, you know, I'm a little bit I'm leaning towards. Well, if he... (laughs) What I heard, yeah, is a few hours the twenty fifth amendment was invoked, and mm-hmm. that is why Trump was delayed coming out. And then he said they had to let him go out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if the twenty fifth amendment was delayed by two hours, their only goal was to set off the timing of an inauguration or other stuff. Yes, yes. It just because the twenty fifth amendment may have been invoked in a clandestine manner doesn't mean that it was in perpetuity. It could have been for a very limited portion of time, just giving them enough time uh, to invoke whatever actions they wanted to get done on that day. So the further part of this is the son um, requesting assistance. And um, I, my, my conclusion from this was it was Mitch that sold us out. And they're trying to throw Pence under the bus, but it could be, it could be, you I know, I'm, I mean, you know, I, I think that, I think it's, very I even asked, I even asked a bunch of great questions that, yeah. that, that said, you need to, when you get a chance to talk to these people, you need to ask them these questions. And that is, that for me is massive because the answer to those questions need to be out there in the public. And if we can get those questions answered for Ivan, it's going to put a couple pieces of the puzzle together that are going to that are going to make a nice, pretty American flag when it's all done. Right, right. Uh, a, a more fleshed out picture. 
Um, you know, I've I, I've got Ivan scheduled for our next interview. Let me just tell everyone right now that's going to be on Saturday, September tenth. Uh, it is going to be live. He's going to be here for a full two hours, and he is going to take calls from the audience. What's most exciting for me about this, and I think um, it, it one of the reasons that he he took the track that he did in that interview, asking me questions and. Uh, priming me for information because, you know, there was a number of times where he was like, you know, hey, you know, good job. You said it. I didn't say it because of Ivan's current position um, wherever he's working. You know, I mean, he's working in a specific capacity right now. And between now and that interview on the 10th, he's going to have retired. And so he will be speaking to us then as a private individual, as somebody who is not beholden to any specific uh, federal agency or whatever it might be. So it's going to be uh, far more revelational. We're going to go deeper, much, much so deeper. I need to go a little deeper with you right now because yeah. this part was very important to me. Yeah. The blunt discussion with McCarthy and McCarthy saying, hold up. The objection prevailed. Mm -hmm. the, the the objection prevailed. All I need to hear is that, that is is constitutionally there, it was never certified. That's the thing. That's the it thing. It was never officially certified by the federal government. Yes, yeah. So what we've been living through, clearly, I think, and I think a lot of people have. Uh, has been an illegitimate administration from the very beginning. You know, it's like, when has constitutional precedent or law ever mattered to the people in the deep state, right? You know, like, when has, has anything that was supposed to be done under the color of law ever truly mattered to them? The only thing that mattered to them was that they got the end result that they were looking for. Uh, that they were pushing for that entire time. So I think you're right. I think that what we're living through is an illegitimate administration. And, you know, that to me also plays in a little bit more to John uh, Patel Patriot's theory of devolution. You know, I mean, uh, if we are living in a decentralized continuity of government type scenario, uh, then, you know, these people were allowed to commit all of these treasonous acts and, uh, you know, put America under this cover of darkness in, in a very illegal manner, uh, which is not going to end up well for them once we get to the end. It's not going to end up well for them. The 147 to 12 on January 5th, I thought was a, a very important dig for you guys out there that uh, may want to dig further on something. I had one other thing. Oh, the FOIA, there's a title two in the U.S. Code Supreme Court, 52 to 47 in 2018. Mm -hmm. The Supreme Court and the bigger picture of the rule of law, um, that was important for me because all of the work that Anans were pissed about after January 6th and after mm -hmm. January 20th and all that stuff, yeah. a lot of them got pissed and just lost it. Mm -hmm. What they don't understand is in 2018, our community changed the future. <laughs> That's all there is to it. There's no other way to say it. Yeah. Our community changed the future by by changing the way the Supreme Court layout uh, the, was going to rule in future rulings. And if you haven't noticed, the Supreme Court rulings in the past couple of years have been rather favorable to Stella. a constitutional republic. And it's very yeah. specifically states rights. That's right. States rights have been huge. Uh, we have seen some massive wins. I mean, subtle. OK, but overall, in terms of the impact they're going to have in the long run, they have been fairly impactful. And, you know, and this is why, you know, I think for a long time, Abe, you know, we talk about that 30,000 foot view. We want people to have perspective and we need people to understand that we are in a long game. We're fighting an enemy that has been working to subvert the machinations of the United States of America as a constitutional republic for decades for hundreds of years, they have been trying to put their plan into action. And it's only been very recently that we really in earnest started fighting back. But I think knowing that, understanding that, you can look at the actions of the last several years and you can truly appreciate how much progress we've made and, and, and how close we truly are to the end in terms of a multi-generational, several centuries war. You know, I had a and, dream about... Oh, go ahead, finish your oh, thought. I was just going to say, and for any of those people who got...
distressed, who, who got tired and who walked away, you know, we're still going to be here when you come back. Because at a certain point, I think people are going to say, you know what? I'm back. I needed a breather. I've seen it a number of times. You know, there have been times where I wanted to just take a step away and just, you know, you know, get my head together. And I kind of did that over the last two months. I feel rejuvenated going to Me too. the Moment of Truth Summit, uh, getting to meet those people. I felt like a resurgence in my soul. Uh, and, you know, I maybe never stopped making videos, but I had to give myself a break in terms of how I was doing them. And uh, after this past weekend... Man, I am jazzed. And let me real quick say thank you to Rick Acer. He says, I hope you guys are right. But Durham, two to three years on, zero convictions with multiple suspects, dozens of criminal evidence, only two measly charges. I've always thought Durham's deep state damage limitation. Well, I, I would take you back to what Cash Patel said uh, in his experience as a federal prosecutor. Uh, good cases, especially cases of this magnitude, can sometimes take three to five years and longer and the cases that we're seeing actually being prosecuted are just the tip of the iceberg. I see this as an operation designed for maximum impact. Okay, so you've got one case at a time, and we're talking about a lot of co-conspirators in a number of different jurisdictions in a number of different criminal actions. Okay, so, you know, I, I hope we're right, too. But, Rick, I understand where you're coming from, and I want you to understand that. You know, I think that all of us would do well to remember that until we get proof positive on anything, it's only just a theory. Okay. And I mean, like, that's how science has operated for generations. It's only been very recently where somebody says, guess what? You know, this is science and you better believe in it. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, I'm just going to throw it on the table and you better Cons go for it. <laughs> the consensus science of an yeah. on, so to speak. Yes. Yeah. That's been driving me nuts for freaking two, five years. Um, yeah. You just hit on a very important point, jurisdiction, man, because in this discussion of Durham and stuff, in, in this discussion of D.C. and the authorities involved, Bowser had to be involved, all that stuff, right? Mm -hmm. I, keep, I keep circling back to Mitch, but I, I heard something very important when he was saying about January 6th about optics. Mm -hmm. Now, the way he presented it um, was rather sly, and I, and I appreciate that. But what, I, what, what, what he said there, and I had to go back and listen to it three times because I kept getting a diversion of my own in my mind when I was trying to hear what he was saying, which is interesting. How I get distracted with stuff around me <laughs> when I'm trying to hear an important point. But he said something very important. The optics of January 6th, it, the controlling diversion. I, I almost had a dream about us trying to get out of D.C., out of the Capitol grounds, mm -hmm. of us fighting through zombies. To try to get out of there. Yeah. And and I mean, it's a great metaphor. <laughs> the reason why I say that is because of this discussion of layer three messaging in people's phones or in a network on how you could manipulate the mind into doing things that it may not normally do. I realize this is some serious woo, -woo stuff, but <clears throat> if you want to look at CERN, the Halon Collider, um, <clears throat> the bigger picture of um what is it? D wave. Um, and the, the, the CIA patents that you can find out there with regards to mind control technology. So kind of picture that again, as trying to get through a, a string of zombies while we're trying to get out of there. And what I heard him say though, is the controlling diversion with regards to the DNC and RNC. Now that again is a major puzzle piece that for some reason, Nobody, including especially in the mainstream media, and I mean that not none of us on our side have really done deep digs. I think the digs that we did found that the pipe bombs was not a freaking pipe bomb. It was a it was a it was nothing. First of all, there was no legitimate threat, and then secondarily, the people, yeah, the camera views. If you've seen those of different cameras and that stuff again tells us that there's shenanigans going on there so who is that person and if somebody out there is is seeing now that whistleblowers are coming forward with very serious information if somebody knows about that situation that's going to be probably one of the biggest puzzle pieces that can be put together in this
I'm hearing muted. I'm oh, hearing I was, muted. okay. Sorry, I was muted. Okay. So one thing I want to go back to is confirmation bias and uh, expectations. You know, people in this movement, even people in the regular world, uh, you know, they'll do digs. They'll uh, they'll educate themselves. Yes, thank you. I, I fixed it, honey. Um, and uh, and they will develop a theory that becomes fact in their minds. And then when the real world scenarios don't play out exactly in the way that they believed they were going to, well, then they get angry. Then they start to say, I was lied to. Well, no, no one lied to you. No one told you it was going to happen that way. That was what you believed was going to happen. And so thinking about that, guys, what's one of the number one expectations people have had about this movement and more specifically about how those high level people are going to be punished, Abe. Do you That's know the, the biggest thing about this. And I'm glad you pivoted straight to, because it goes back again to jurisdiction and yes. Durham proving recall. Yes. Then well, the even, jurisdiction even- goes straight into high level military intelligence mm-hmm. and military tribunals. That's it. That's it. Military tribunals. That's where I'm going with this. And guess what Russia just announced they're going to be holding inside Ukraine, one of the most corrupt nations on the planet, the only nation besides the United States that every single one of these top deep state players connects back to. It's Ukraine. And Russia is going to be holding military tribunals in Ukraine. Now, clearly, they're going to be convicting Ukrainian war criminals uh, and uh, and people that were engaged in this uh, battle or, you know, specialized military action, however you want to phrase it. But remember, Russia has been really hitting the pavement hard on the United States bioweapons facilities that existed there in Ukraine. And they have been hinting at international war crimes and uh, 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 breaking biological conventions that have been made all across the world. And the United States appears to be very nervous about Russia's announcement that they're going to be holding these military tribunals. Uh, so the Russian embassy put out this statement uh, and they said, uh, also actually, this is a statement from the Russian embassy. Comment by the Russian embassy in the United States on the State Department's statement on the upcoming tribunal in Mariupol. Uh, We have taken note of another groundless accusation against our country related to the tribunal over Ukrainian war criminals. Uh, So what is the statement from them? Well, they made they put this out on their website, the Kremlin's illegitimate tribunals in Mariupol. This is from Ned Price. Ned Price is the one who was on uh, during a uh, press conference claiming that Russia was going to create false flag events uh, to pretend that there were these things happening. Uh, it, was, it was unprecedented at the time for a member of the United States government to claim that another country was going to be creating false flags, seeing as how the intelligence community in the State Department absolutely loves it. <clears throat> but why is it necessary for the United States government to attack Russia's holding of military tribunals? This is a wartime situation. Russia and Ukraine are the ones embattled in this war. And I believe it's my opinion that the State Department and the guilty parties uh, are very nervous about what information Russia has been able to dig up at all of these black sites all throughout Ukraine. There is nothing that says Russia cannot bring into these war, tri- war these military tribunals the names of United States deep state players and assets. Um, yeah. <laughs> so expectations and ha what we see play out in front of our minds if i've been we've been talking about this for since before i think the first show we did is if you can get to the point where you understand that everything you're seeing is is a movie and nothing seems real and you're in your and you've waken up to the point of you see now past how they have manipulated you and you're pissed how the mainstream media and social media and everything around you manipulated you if you can just get there then you can see further into how this is going to play itself out in the public sphere. Why do they keep saying civil war? Mm-hmm. Why did they, why were they saying civil war on January 6th? If, if Pence didn't take the step that he took, 
would we have been in a legitimate civil war in America or in a way that is uh, an unconventional civil war in America where people could be targeted and taken out in a very serious way, including families and, and whole bloodlines destroyed. If, if Pence doesn't take that step back then, if these steps aren't being taken right now, explain to me how there's not something much bigger happening that is just playing itself out in the public sphere so that it prevents world war. I think, I think that's exactly what happened. You know, I've said on a number of occasions, I believe that what we've been watching play out was predestined in more ways than one. It had to go the way that it did because if president Trump would have attempted to hold on to power, uh, we would have been in a civil war. You know, I mean, the uh, people on the right, the Trump supporters, America firsters, you know, we would have been convinced of Donald Trump's ethics and his win. Uh, and there very easily could have been a, a kinetic war on the streets of America. You know, you would have had Democratic governors probably rallying their own National Guards together, uh, marching on Washington, D.C. to attempt to overthrow Donald Trump, to remove him from the office of the president and the White House. Uh, certainly there would have been bad actors in the military who would have gone along. Certainly others would not have gone along with it. It would have been chaos. OK, and again, if Joe Biden had not ascended, been selected as president of the United States and, and allowed to come to power. Well, then I don't think that half of this stuff that's been revealed since that moment would have ever come to light. And all of these Democrats and independents who thought to themselves, perhaps Joe Biden would be a better choice than Donald Trump, and I'm just going to go along with it, even if I think that it wasn't legitimate. They never would have come to the realization that that was the worst decision to ever befall the United States of America. And so, like so many things, you know, it's fun to talk about this stuff, to spitball on it. Uh, it's great to stay informed, and, and, it, and it's great to try to, you know, determine what's going to happen before it does. But no, I, I'm not psychic, and uh, I don't think that many of us uh, have more intel than the other people. You know, certainly there are those that work in the government, but by and large, they're not really talking about the deeper stuff. You know, they might be hinting around things. They might be doing interviews and stuff. Um, but I think we're all kind of at the same point. Uh, we know that Joe Biden and this corrupt administration have to go. We know that there has to be a massive reshuffling of the federal government. Uh, we know that they're lying to us about what happened in Ukraine. We know that uh, Russia is uh, protecting people that are ethnically Russian. And I believe that they found evidence of war crimes and human rights abuses in Ukraine. We know that the CIA has operated clandestine special operations forces in Ukraine, uh, basically guerrilla armies made up of uh, the cream of the crop of all the, the Balkans. We know that they were uh, they were essentially cultivating Nazi um, cells inside Ukraine. And these people are going to be the subject of the military tribunals in Ukraine at the hands of the Russians. Now, when we heard the term military tribunals, I don't know that it was ever specifically stated that we were going to see United States military tribunals. Um, so I, you know, I'm just putting this out there as a possibility of something that could be, in a manner of speaking, uh, the culmination of something that we've been waiting for. Um, but like everything else, we just have to watch it play out. And we have to remember that we are merely spectators in certain ways, but we are active participants in so many others. We have to be actively engaged and we have to be out there fighting for America every single day. And that includes educating the people who don't fully understand what's going on right now. And that's why I love doing the show is because we get the opportunity to kind of reach out hearts and minds, if you will, you know, to what was that? George W. Bush said that about the Iraqi people <laughs> right before yeah. he bombed the shit out of them. <laughs> yeah. The uh, the uh, what, what did they call it? The um, the Muslim awakening or something. Yeah. Which yeah. was which which was what? I think five thousand dollars a family or something. Yep. 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 Buy them off. Um, and then the last I listened to Ivan with um, Ann Vandersteel, who did a great job. Also, if you guys have not seen Ivan with Ann Vandersteel, you must watch. You have homework. You must watch the interview with Red Pill 78 and Ivan. Take notes. 
process it all deeply, go back and read your notes, then do the same thing with Ann Vandersteel and Ivan. And then I would recommend listening to this show after that. And you might, you might want to go grab some popcorn. Um, FOIA executive branch title two of the U S code Supreme court, Paul Irvine, that name we need to dig into. And then this, can I share screen real quick? Yeah, go ahead. Let me go to, uh, okay. Here, hold on. I need to make this the president Trump, uh, talking about, um, <clears throat> you know, actually I've been talking about foying the executive branch, try it and see what happens. I thought that was rather interesting. Um, be- mm-hmm. because if the power is, with the people again, that may be interesting to to discuss further for those of you out there that are, that are deep into that. Secondarily, President Trump this morning, his first truth, even though I am innocent as a person can be, and despite my campaign being spied on by the radical left, the FISA court being lied to and defrauded, all of, of, the, of the many hoaxes and scams that were illegally placed on me by very sick and demented people, and without even mentioning the many crimes of Joe and Hunter Biden, all revealed in great detail in the laptop from hell. Hmm. It looks more and more like the fake news media is pushing hard for the sleaze to do something that should not be done. The next one he tweets, or truce. Joe Biden said he knew nothing about the breaking of Mar-a-Lago or the greatest political attack in history of the United States, but does anybody really believe this? Then this, the radical left Democrat uh, prosecutors are illegally trying to circumvent for purely purely political gain the Presidential Records Act, under which I have done absolutely nothing wrong. It cannot be circumvented for me or any other president. They illegally raided my home, took things that should not have been taken, and even broke into my safe, an unthinkable act. And then he says again, Presidential Records Act. Again, if you know, if you follow President Trump and how he speaks, just remember that the Justice Department and the FBI are leaking at levels never seen before, and I did nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. Q plus. Yep. So yeah, I, I think that they are making the case for us. Uh, they have obviously broken the law when it comes to the raid on President Trump's personal residence. Uh, the irony, once again, and the, you know this kind of stuff comes up time and time again. You know, the judicial precedence was set by uh, Amy, Amy, was it Amy Berman Jackson? Was that her name? The yes. uh, Judge Jackson. Yes, Judge Jackson. And it was in a it was in a, a case with uh, Bill and Hillary Clinton. You know, so I, I mean, it, it's it's obvious that they don't want to give the same level of, um, you know, legality to President Trump. They, they're willing to flaunt the law in that case. Uh, but. Yet when it comes to the Clintons, you know, 100 percent full stop, they're going to do everything they can to protect them. Um, I think that President Trump is going to have a, a really strong argument. I mean, obviously, he's already filed in court earlier this week, and that has to play out. Um, but again, you know, I mean, we just have to kind of wait for it to happen. But President Trump has done nothing wrong. He continues to do nothing wrong. And we recently just got the release of that Mueller memo. Uh, if we go back to uh, Spygate, the special counsel's investigation into President Trump. Uh, one second. Let me see if I can get this pulled up here. Um, but the reason this is so important is because, yet again, it vindicates President Trump. It vindicates his position. And it shows that the left has absolutely nothing that they can use against him. You know, every single day, it's like for nonstop since 2015, they have been lobbing grenades at President Trump every single morning as soon as we get up from noon till night and not a single thing will stick to him because he's never done anything wrong and it's obfuscation it's insinuation it's lying it's projection they have nothing on him and they have no way that they can ever truly hope to take him down except through these illegal actions like what we saw at the raid on Mar-a-Lago, but that's going to boomerang. It's going to boomerang around them as well. The reason why this discussion is so important is because go to Durham SEO justice.gov, look up the order for the investigation mandate. And I put this out on, I, I can't remember when, um, been grinding still. Um, the mandate includes the Mueller investigation. Mm-hmm. And so, again, Klein Smith trial proved 
Rico. Yes. In no, in no uncertain terms, it proved Rico with the DNC, with Hillary for America, with Mark Elias, well, wait, no, and with S- foreign S- powers. S- Sussman, Sussman. Klein, Sussman, excuse yeah. me. But I, I think that, for you know, in a manner of speaking, though, Kleinsmith did as well. Because, he, he's, okay, so Kleinsmith changed the email. But are you telling me that all of those people at the CIA and at the Justice Department they didn't know that something was going on. Was was Kevin Kleinsmith in a, uh, you, you know, like a, a a vacuum when he was getting that email? Nobody else knew that it existed. I think that those people looked the other way and they knew exactly what Kevin Kleinsmith was up to. They just allowed him to take the fall for it. But it you're makes right. You wonder how, it makes you wonder how much of them were read in to mm-hmm. what they were doing also, yeah. because yeah. that is how you can protect criminality and and try to dodge um, the proof, but if you can't dodge proof and you can't dodge truth in this world, which is clear to me that you can't dodge truth in this world, the truth always wins in a society of um of our peers, and uh, <laughs> I just see it playing itself out that way. I, I see I see us not knowing how what's what's to come in the next months. And how it's going to look and how it's going to play out. None of us really has seen that. But what we do know is we're watching a movie and we're watching the the public and the world be brought into these truths that we have been studying for five years. And if you if we are just coming to the ideas of what is really going on here, and if we are just starting to understand the truths of our world, um, we still have a whole world to bring into the great awakening and that is going to have to take however long it takes for our society to to um wake up and and have demon uh you know the minds of demons control them that that is going to play itself out on our planet however it plays itself out in that in it's god's timeline and all i know yeah is god wins Absolutely. And uh, P-Shaped makes an excellent comment in the chat. If if you were alive to see Rudy Giuliani bring down the mob, uh, if you were alive to watch the various RICO cases uh, that were used to take down organized crime, then you can pretty easily see the trajectory that this stuff is going on. You know, they don't bring this stuff to the forefront to the to the general American public until they're ready to put people in prison. Okay, because they need people to preserve evidence. They need people to have a sense of safety and security. And as it looks right now, the federal government uh, is doing everything they can to project their own crimes uh, and the crimes of these players onto Donald Trump. And it appears as if they're not doing anything at all. Uh, So I am totally fine with no leaks coming out of Durham's investigation, and I'm totally fine uh, with the investigation progressing at a slow rate. And I revert back to my statement earlier that we're in a multi-generational war. I know you want justice right now, and I know that justice means something different to everyone, but I believe we're going to get it, and I I truly do. You know, and so let take us back here to this uh, this Mueller memo back in 2019. You know, President Trump's statements that he made publicly, the Democrats tried to couch them uh, in, uh, in in this phrasing that it was actually obstruction of justice. Well, he was the damn president of the United States of America. OK, he had total control over the country. He had constitutional authority to make decisions that affected every single man, woman and child here in this nation. And, you know, he could say whatever he wanted in the same way that he could declassify and take home any of the freaking documents that he wanted as well. Uh, I think that it was a desperate move on their part to go after him and try to take anything that he had from Mar-a-Lago. Uh, I think one of those people, too, that um, uh, that we might be able to reach at some point, Abe, is uh, someone in the chat named 2020 Joe. I don't know if you're just being uh, funny or if you're truly a troll, but uh, they don't believe that Joe Biden knew anything about Hunter Biden's business dealings. You know, I think that that's actually been completely disproven at this point. We've heard the voicemails. We've seen the emails. We've seen the text messages. Uh, You know, that's like saying Joe Biden didn't know that he was sniffing a 12 year old girl's hair. You know, he knew exactly what he was doing. He may have dementia. Uh, He may not have a full control over his faculties at this point. 
Um, but, you know, I, I think that we have an uh, amazing opportunity here, Abe, to show people what's really gone on. You know, if people don't want to watch podcasters like us, if they don't want to listen to what we have to say, if they don't want to see the evidence that's been presented over and over and over again, let's just go back to the 2020 election. Remember getting deleted from YouTube for reporting on the Hunter Biden laptop? I sure do. I remember getting nearly a thousand of my videos deleted in one fell swoop, getting ready for a stream to go do live with JR and a whole bunch of amazing patriots and YouTube deleted me. If there was nothing dangerous about what I was saying, about what I was exposing, about the crimes of the Biden family, uh, the crimes of Joe and and his brother and his son Hunter and, you know, I mean, uh, Ashley's diary notwithstanding, if there was nothing to any of that, well, then they had nothing to fear. The crimes of Hunter and Joe Biden are about to be memorialized in a brand new film, Abe. It's called My Son Hunter. It's coming from Breitbart Films. The uh, uh, absolutely radiant, uh, um, um, oh, what's her name? I forgot her name. Uh, Gina Carano. I kept wanting to say Juliana. Gina Carano. The radiant Gina Carano is going to be starring in this film as a Secret Service agent. And I think that this might be one of those things that perhaps a liberal might end up seeing and uh, asking questions about, you know, like, oh, geez, you know, why are they saying this? If they have courage. If they have any intestinal fortitude, then they will go ahead and watch this film and then they will ask the right questions afterwards and and try to determine why it is that they're saying what they're saying. There was a program on Showtime. Uh, It was called The Comey Rule. And I sat through that because I wanted to know what the left believed. I wanted to know what what, uh, uh, position they were coming from and why it is that they believed what they did about Donald Trump. Um, It was illuminating to say the least uh it's uh several i don't remember how many episodes it was like you know maybe four to eight episodes maybe it was only three uh but it shows essentially the fbi picking up the spygate investigation uh with the um uh, inter interactions and uh, interrelations of all of the various players there at the fbi and the doj and it's it's fascinating to watch if you have the opportunity you can download it uh and you should be able to watch it Watch the Comey rule because it's laughable, but I think that it really helps to understand where the other side is coming from. Solid point. Yeah. In order to obstruct justice, Mm -hmm. it has to be actually justice, Mm -hmm. not a, a fake rule of law that you created to protect yourselves. You can't obstruct justice if it's not justice. That's mm-hmm. game over. Okay, I think that 2020 Joe might just be having a good time. That's fine. That's no big deal. Even if you love Joe Biden, I'd still happily have you here. But I I already bought this movie, Abe. I already paid Breitbart for it. And as soon as it's out, they're going to send me a copy of it. And I can't wait to watch it. Uh, Robert Davi is uh, the guy who who directed it. He was in License to Kill, Die Hard, and The Goonies. Uh, character actor from the 80s, you know, strong conservative. Yeah. He's been out there. He's he's done a couple of shows, uh, commentary and stuff on Fox News. He's a, and, he's a great actor and a great soul. I, uh, that's yeah. a great, he, that's a, interesting to have the cast that they have on that. I can't wait. When does that come out? Oh, gosh. Uh, September 7th. And if you are interested in seeing the film My Son Hunter, you can go to mysonhunter.com. And I'd love to hear what you guys have to say. Uh, you know, it. It would be great if we could do like a watch party. Like, I don't feel comfortable playing the film on my channel because I, you know, I'm a supporter of um, uh, artists getting paid for their work. And certainly something like this, I think, uh, definitely deserves to be, to be supported. But I, I think um, they would probably rather have if you bought it, <laughs> they would probably rather have it rebroadcast to our audience for the for the guise of of having the discussion around it. I, I, I don't think they would have a problem with that. OK, OK. All right. So uh, moving on from that, I wanted to talk briefly about Marjorie Taylor Greene getting swatted again. So this morning at 9 a.m., 9.11 a.m., that may not be a coincidence. OK, she chose to put this out right then. She said that she was swatted again last night. No direct confirmation in terms of information, no pictures, no videos. I don't see why she would lie about it. And the liberals on Twitter are just going ape shit. Uh, you know, like trying to say that, you know, she shouldn't put this information out and it's somehow in poor taste. Um, You know, I don't uh, I don't see anything wrong with it. And, you know, just because she didn't want to tweet it out in the middle of the night last night, 
you know, I don't see anything wrong with that either. Marjorie was probably asleep when the police showed up at her house. The last thing I would be doing after the police show up at my home is, is you know, figuring out how to use it in a PR move. I would probably just go back to bed and then do what she did. Put it out there this morning. Yes. And um, it's, uh, you know, the, the things that um, that are happening in our world are are beyond scary. There are there are real world threats to families, to children, to politicians and others. We've seen what happens uh, when when leftists go crazy, especially mm-hmm. at a baseball game in D.C., for instance. Yep. Um, the the bus of the RNC um, in the in the tra- excuse me the train uh, from the convention. Um, there there has been deep threats, and I and I think. A lot of people may not understand how how um, how grave that that situation really is, mm-hmm. um, and it, that I, that's a bigger picture of all of this. That that is is been part of uh, why all of us are having, you know, asking for prayers and and asking for you to, to help lift up because Majority Taylor Green is a great patriot, and she is fighting for our children. Mm-hmm. She's fighting for the future grandchildren and children of our world, and they're trying to they're, they're trying to break her down into fear, yeah, and make her feel so afraid that she, that, that she is just shocked into place and won't yep. fight. Yep. And the thing that they don't know about Majority Taylor Green is she's ordained by god too i believe i believe she's uh protected by god and you can believe that or not i don't really i don't really care what you believe i believe that majority taylor green is protected by god and i believe she is a strong soul who is going to help expose how evil this planet has become yeah i absolutely agree um now as this continues as our fight continues you know one of the most important important pointers that we can look at to determine are we truly winning are we fighting and defeating the deep state is the massive shift that we're seeing in the public eye uh the uh, opinion of democrats the biden agenda the biden regime uh and communities that have traditionally been democrats all right now i know that we have both gay and straight people that watch this show i know we have black yellow brown red people all over this country and all over this world we have a community of patriots here it doesn't matter if you're an american it doesn't matter if you're british australian doesn't matter what country you're from as long as you respect your nation as long as you trust and put your faith in god and as long as you want to defeat the deep state you are welcome in our community and one community that has now really been shifting to the right is the gay community. And Salon just wrote this article absolutely freaking out. They're saying that the LGBTQ community is turning to the far right. Now, this now here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's not that the gay community or anybody is turning to the far right. It's that. The agenda of the left has shifted so far to the left that they have left anyone who is moderate or has, uh, you know, trust and faith in God or the nation. They have left them over to the right. They have shifted to the right as a consequence of the radical agenda of the media and the deep state and these left wing lunatics. So, you know, I, I don't necessarily know that these people in these communities are truly part of the far right. I think that. They simply want to be left alone. They don't want to be told what to do, how to feel, what to believe, what pronouns they have to use. Because I'll be honest with you, you know, if if we lived in like a, a left wing neighborhood, Abe, and I had to take a look at everybody's name tag to determine what pronouns they used, because you know, they, otherwise they would freak out. I, I wouldn't be able to live with myself, dude. I would get out of there in a heartbeat. And it goes to show you that there is no monolithic attitude or belief system in place in any group. You know, if 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 you if you are a member of a race or you are a member of a religion or you are a member of a community of any type, you do not necessarily believe or subscribe to everything that your neighbor or the person to your right or left 
believes or subscribes to. There is a lot of room for diversity, and I think that's one of the most beautiful things about America. That's what we were founded upon. Remember the melting pot? Remember growing up and being told that America was so wonderful because people from all backgrounds and all races, creeds and colors and religions could all come here and we could all live our own lives in peace and harmony, freedom and liberty at the heart of what really made us great. And we came here together and in our collective differences, we formed a nation called America. And this is at the heart of what America truly stands for. And this is what is so disturbing to the left and the right and excuse me, the left wing radicals, because they need us to be of monolithic thought. They need us to be of one decision making body. We all have to subscribe to the exact same thing, because then only at that point can we be more easily controlled. In a society, in a world where. You can't protect the vulnerable. And groomers have used evil under the guise of fear to keep people controlled on a mass scale. In the indoctrination of groomers, how long has our planet allowed that to happen? Yeah. And what the gay community and Brandon Strzok know is MAGA stood up for the gay community. That's the truth. And that's why Salon can't see it because people like me and some of the greatest heroes that I had an honor and a pleasure to stand next to stood up for somebody like Brandon struck when he was trying to have a voice and he was trying to tell people what is happening with the Democrat party and the establishment party and the uniparty in America. Mm-hmm. MAGA stood up for the gay community and they remember that MAGA is not far right. No MAGA is a constitutional Republic of Patriots who love our country, who love our fellow man and women, regardless of their personal decisions in their life. None of that politics and none of that can be allowed to be in this discussion. They want us yes. having that discussion to keep us divided. Yes, but, but but what the gay community and the LGBTQ community know is MAGA stood up for them when they were the ones who were thrown out the bus. Yeah, so it says it right there. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, okay? What is my personal identification, what I do in my personal life has no bearing on anything else related to anybody else. It's the left that's obsessed with sex, gender, race, religion, hating white people, okay? It's them. They're the ones who are obsessed about these things. These issues have nothing to do with us saving the country. And so as a result, we can come together and agree to disagree on some things and hold hands and, you know, go up against the left. That's all that it is, you know? And we're seeing this even more, not only in these these groups that have traditionally identified with the left, but in also in states that have traditionally recently identified with the left. Colorado, one such state. Okay, they have been under Democrat control for some time. Uh, And right now, the agenda of the left and the Biden regime are destroying the popular support for, excuse me, Democrat politicians in Colorado. Uh, We now have polls that are showing that their Democrats' state senator and their governor are now polling below 50% as the GOP candidates are surging in this area. You know, I, it's only a matter of time before Republicans take political power in every single one of these places that have traditionally been seen as a Democrat stronghold. The agenda has destroyed their ability to lie to the people and for them to believe it. People now see them for what they are. And, you know, we, I, I, I have an interview with Paul Preston, New California, that I'm going to be releasing next. And, um, you know, he's got new information. It was a great conversation. And even in California, you know, he believes he firmly believes. And I know a lot of people out there in the audience believe as well that California is a red state. They just cheat in the largest metropolitan areas. Well, great way to sort that out is to separate those major metropolitan areas from the landmass, the greater landmass of California 
They can have their California state. They can also keep all of the debt. They can keep all of the crime. They can keep all of the mismanagement and the malfeasance. And the rest of California will simply move on to become the 51st state of the United States of America. And all the problems will be solved. It's going to be a wonderful thing. Well, you know, this is probably a good time for those of you out there um, that are picking up what we're putting down um, to remember several things. Number one, God is in control. We cannot allow our minds, us as a community, to believe that we are in control. Mm -hmm. Because if we believe that we are in control, that is demonic. Well, well, wait a second. What do you say? Say that again. Say that again. Because I, we I was cannot allow ourselves to believe that we are in control of what happens. We cannot believe oh, yeah. that we are the ones who are our own gods on this mm-hmm. planet. I, I you cannot allow ad- adult- adultery. I, uh, you cannot allow that type of demonic Dollar in our in in us. Yeah. Agreed. Yes, you're absolutely one hundred percent. So first things first, God is in control. If if you are a religious believer, remember when I say acting as your own God is demonic, <clears throat> number one. Number two, the future of what we're going to see play out is probably going to require a scare event or something. Mm-hmm. And the reason why we have been um, guided through this journey to bring you guys through this journey is to tell you. Everything's going to be okay if there's something that comes out. I'm already seeing leaks about an alien invasion, bro. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I feel like this is what we've been waiting for. You know, it's the next logical move. They've pulled everything else out of their hats. And an alien invasion would be the one thing that I've just been waiting for them to come out with. So, again, remember what you're watching on your television and on your phones and everything around you. And remember to do the due diligence of the 48 hour rule, the 20, just give yourself some time to uh, absorb the information. Do not let yourself get emotional in what they're going to do, because I guarantee you they're going to try to continue the news of the bullshit. And it's and it, and if Fox news can't even start pulling their head out of their ass. I mean, I'll, 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 I'll give you a couple of hosts on there but they have much more information that they should be reporting to the public. If our mainstream media continues down a path of playing this game, it's over for them too. Nobody playing this game wins. The only person that wins. It is God. Yep. Yep. God bless you all. Keep praying. I'll be back at uh, back of my normal slot. Uh, yesterday, I had a chance to hang out with my family and see my daughter. Beautiful. And it is, um, y'all keep praying. I'll see you guys back at 5 Central, 5 right. Eastern, 4 Central. <laughs> Love you guys. All right. Uh, one more thing before we go. Joe Biden announced yesterday debt forgiveness uh, for student loan bearers. Uh, I'm a little embarrassed to say that I'm going to be a recipient of this. Obviously, I went to uh, uh, graduate school, so I have plenty of student loans that I've been paying on for many years now. Uh, So this is now going to add something like $300 million to the deficit. Um, It completely wipes out any gains that may have been made over the next 10 years with the Inflation Reduction Act, which was an absolute joke to begin with. Um, so, you know, as far what I see when I see this, Abe, uh, is just a hastening of the total destruction of the United States financial system uh, and uh, perhaps a return to the gold standard. So I, I have to look at it from that point of view uh, to have uh, something positive to to look forward to, because, you know, this is simply just a shifting of the debt from the people who are not paying their student loans to the people who never even went to college or didn't need to pay for student loans that paid for college themselves. It's a real shame. The Okay. So I've had some discussion about this and I, I have been staunchly against the U S government handouts because yeah. it is a dependency on the government. However, comma the college scandal is not celebrities placing their children at Stanford and their, their Harvard and everywhere else. And and in evil ways, 
That's not the college scandal. The college scandal is Confucius Institutes, Mm -hmm. Chinese money, and infiltration into our universities and our schools. That is a result of fraud. Mm -hmm. It is the, the purpose of which is to further indoctrinate our, our children, indebt them for their lives, not train them in any kind of capacity that makes it so that they can use what they learned after just gaining a hundred thousand dollars in debt, mm-hmm. which is going to take them a lifetime to pay off. If they are only making $20 an hour and gas prices keep going up and inflation keeps going up and the purposeful manipulation of economies targets the middle class so that the economy cannot return to the Trump era economy. The reason why the Trump era economy was so successful was number one, Larry Kudlow is a freaking genius and Mm -hmm. he understands macroeconomics much bigger than anybody else in this world. Secondarily, they took the burden of regulations and taxes and the rest that is meant to keep the middle class sucking on the teat of evil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. All right, you guys, I'm going to go through the thank yous over here on the foxhole. And then I think I've got a couple on buy me a coffee. Actually, let me let me go to that first um, from buy me a coffee. Let me say thank you to uh, I'm a patriot. She said, thank you for your dedication and uh, content. My fellow Floridian. Someone says, hi, Red Pill. Appreciate all your hard work keeping us informed with the truth. May God bless and keep you and yours safe. And then someone, uh, thank you again for another five coffees. And then my good friend, Michael Blaine, the author of The Invisible Walls of Danamora. Uh, he said, I just watched tonight's interview. Super intense. Uh, and then I think that Lou Ann V said, thank you for all you do, especially traveling to Patriot events and debriefing us so well. You are a seasoned professional, better than most of those mainstream cucks. <laughs> much love. Thank you very much for that. Uh, and then also I hardly agree, by the way. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, and then thank you to uh, Mitzi. Uh, or maybe that was uh, maybe. No, I think that was from before. OK, back over here to the foxhole woke and walked says, finally got to a live show this week. Thank you for all you do, Zach and Abe. CB Joey, good to see you, buddy. He says, hello, Gabna. Janice 17, thank you for the cookie. Liberty Bell says, God bless you uh, both for all you do. Enjoy your shows. Dem Turned Red says, best combo. I love having you here every Thursday, Abe. It's always a good time. Sean Joe, thank you for the cookie. Donkey Punch says, hey there, Abe and Zach. Good job and thanks. Oki 7 says, Zach, you're such a good person. Thank you very, very much. Allie B, good to see you. Dropping a phone. Cozy Bear says, mute. Thank you very much. Uh, I'm glad it only happened once. Sean Joe, thanks for the cookie. Go Dog Go says, I don't have a crystal ball, but I've got a damn good rear view mirror. Yeah, absolutely. 2020 is hindsight. Our hindsight is 2020. Chomps ITMC. The political actions of bad actors during the past few years is more usurpation revolution than civ... Uh, then uh, Civil War, I think you're probably going to say. NX17 says, RP and Allen, you're two of the best. Thank you and much love. Uh, Sean Joe, thank you for the cookie. Glenn MS says, 07 fellow soldiers, trust no info from Ukraine, Russia during wartime. It's all propaganda. PJW says, just finish your show with Ivan. It was fun to watch you shock him. Praying for you. Thank you very much. Salty Nuts it says, thank you for helping the country, you guys. And then also, thank you for helping the country, you guys. Thank you for helping the country, you guys. Thank you for helping the country, you guys. Four times. Thank you. Ham Day, thank you for that. Salty Nuts, uh, once again, thank you for helping the country. One, two, three, four more times. Thanks, buddy. A. Allen Godwins, great show. And then Salty Nuts, one more time. Thank you for helping the country, you guys. You guys, it is my distinct honor to be able to come here every single day and uh, have just a small part to play in the awakening of the masses and helping to set free America from the bondage of these deep state criminal global cabal members that have taken over our government. Pretty soon, I'm certain that we are going to be successful and America is going to be set free to become the once great and shining nation that it was in the past. And President Donald Trump will be here with us through it all. Make sure you tune into Abe later on this afternoon. I will be back later with another episode of Red Pill News and in another interview from the Moment of Truth Summit. Good luck, everyone, and God bless. We'll see you, Abe.